Hey mamas, it's time to rise and grind. It's me, Brittany, and I'm back with Christian Mom Uncensored, the podcast where I dive into all the real, raw, unfiltered mommy struggles and all the things from marriage to raising babies to making decisions to leaps of faith to trials and tribulations, you know it all. Thanks so much for stopping by this Thursday. Welcome to Christian Mom Uncensored. Hi, lovely humans. So I thought I would start this week's podcast off with a devotional. Um, This devotional was actually sent to me last week um, that my mom sent me in a group chat with me and my sister. And it just, I'm just going to read it to you. It says, let me prepare you for the day that stretches out before you. I know exactly what this day will contain, whereas you have only vague ideas about it. You would like to see a map showing all the twists and turns of your journey. You'd feel more prepared if you could somehow visualize what is on the road ahead. However, there is a better way to be prepared for whatever you will encounter today. Spend quality time with me. I will not show you what is on the road ahead, but I will thoroughly equip you for the journey. My living presence is your companion each step of the way. Stay in continual communication with me, whispering my name wherever you need to redirect your thoughts. Thus, you can walk through this day with your focus on me by abiding. My abiding presence is the best roadmap available. And so then it gives two verses to read Exodus 33, 14, and then John 15, 4 through 7. Um, if you would like to dive into that concept and thoughts a little bit better. But I thought it'd be a great way to kick off the podcast with a devotional. And I know that so many times in life, like for me and maybe for you, you just want to know where you're going, what you're doing. Are you making the right the right steps? Are you planning everything perfectly? Is life, like, are you on the right road for life? And even like for the day, um, you might just want the day to go smoothly. This is just a good reminder that even if you don't know what lies ahead of you, um, God does, and that just staying in his presence and also just having a relationship with him can help you as you make those decisions. I know that there's been many times um, that I kind of got redirected and um, told to go many different directions in life that I was like not really sure about, but ended up working out for the good, and that was just purely, you know, God, Holy Spirit, and instinct. So that's a little Devo. Now let's get into the episode. So we all know that comparison is the thief of joy, and it's best not to like covet what your neighbor has or things like that and to just focus on you. Um, Right now in this year, I have a couple of friends and family that are purchasing new homes and I'm really, really excited for them, but it makes me want to just go and purchase a house. And I, no, no way am I ready to do so. Um, Mostly because I want to get some things straight, but also I don't know where I want to live. And so I kind of really just need to sit in the decision of, um, all right, God, where do you want us to live? And instead of kind of rushing to do something, because, you know, it would make me happy and it would be cool to, you know, I love moving. I kind of moved a decent amount as a kid. Um, I remember like fifth grade and fifth, sixth, seventh and eighth grade. I went to different schools each year. 
Um, and so I moved a little bit and I got used to being the new girl. Not that I want Mia to be the new girl, um, or Elliot to be the new guy. Well, Elliot's a baby. No one's going to school right now. But, um, but I can just say like a lot of times as mamas, we see moms at carpool that are going to the gym or look like they're going to the gym or, um, have their hair done really nice or they look really cute even if they're not dressed. And, you know, I look like a trash bag if I'm not put together. And, um, or you go to your friend's house and they have a cute dining set and your dining set is covered with markers and kitty scribble on it and things like that. And so you can kind of feel frustrated. And honestly, that's how my dining set looks right now with my kids. And my thought process is, okay, so in two years, Elliot will be three, Mia will be five. Um, I can purchase a new dining set at that point and we'll be moving to into a new home at that point. We'll be trying, well, maybe, you know, we're going to be in the house hunting process by then. So that set can be, um, you know, that set can go while I'll be able to utilize it in the basement. And I might try to like repaint it and add store like little baskets on the side so that you can have crayons in there and markers. And that could be their art table in the basement, I think would be really cute. Um, assuming my new house has a basement, I'm not even in the process of house hunting. But the point is that like, um, You might be jealous of your neighbor's new car or that cute mom at drop-off or whatever the situation is, that your friend that's buying a house, your friend that's getting married and you're still single, your friend that ha- is having her third baby and you haven't had one yet. But just remember, all things happen for you in your time and the grass is not always greener on the other side. That mom who looks really cute, you know, going to drop-off, might be lonely afterwards or might have an important business call to go make or um, that f- friend that bought a new car, you know, maybe her old car died. And if it didn't, she's just doing well right now. Like everyone has seasons and everyone has their own time. And I think that like, even if you're like, I wish my house was bigger. I wish my house was more clean. I wish that I lived in- with more yard. I wish this, 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 and that. Being content with what you have is is not easy in the world that we live in uh, with social media. You're constantly seeing like picture perfect, picturesque people and homes and things that can make you feel less than. And I kind of talked about this last week, but I just wanted you to know that that's not always reality. Um, and everyone who, you know, good things come to those who work hard and your time will come when it's your time. Um I remember this doesn't really apply, but I remember being younger and wanting to fall in love so bad and being so frustrated. Like I'm never going to meet the love of my life and my time came. And I'm sure that my friends who are single and haven't met their significant others or don't have partners right now are like, wow, man, Brent and Ethan, they're married. They have each other. Um, it's cool. And like, they might see us bicker or fight, but they don't see like the day-to-day connection. And yeah, marriage is hard, but it's worth it. And, you know, their time is coming. And as much as I'm jealous of my friend's free time, you know, like one day they'll have kids and my kids will be older and I'll be free and they'll be trapped. And I'll be like, sorry, I'll come hang out with you because I remember how it felt. But then after this, I'm going to the mall because I can, you know? And so like every, every, 
person is going through different stages of life. We're all meant to learn, do, and acquire different things at different times. And your time is coming, even if it doesn't feel like it. So that's just a little reminder to not let, you know, comparison steal your joy today. So I don't know if you guys can tell from um, just the past couple episodes is that I have entered 22, um, 22, (laughs) 2022 um, rather quietly. And it's been like a different way that I've entered many years. Um, Typically when a new year comes, I'm like, yeah, new year, new me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to do this, this, that. And I'm like usually really excited. But January came and I felt And I still feel like lazy, sleepy, hiding underneath the covers, not really sure how I want to tackle this year. I only have like one thing I'm really looking forward to, which is Disney World, and um, have been in this weird, funky sort of headspace of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to try and figure it out later. And um, I will say the one thing I have done this year is started to connect with my younger self, like I said, and gone back to my natural talents, the things I'm good at, the things I was pursuing in my college years and kind of like threw to the side once I got married and had kids was like, whatever, I'll I'll never do that. And I've decided to kind of revisit that. But for me, um, when I really struggle in the winter and I've really been struggling this winter, um, more so than the previous winters because my kids are busy and um when Elliot was a newborn last winter I was on that newborn high and then like before then Mia was a newborn and I was on her newborn high and then COVID wasn't a thing the other winter and I had a friend that was like also hated winter so we really banded together but I've been walking through like a period and season of loneliness and I've learned actually a lot in the past month or so and maybe couple months since a couple of different things have happened and some of them are going to seem small and dumb and some of them were major so one you guys remember I lost that friendship and I honestly because of COVID have been super isolated from my village and from my people and um, really from friends and so I've spent a lot of my day-to-day life talking to a three-year-old passing communication with my husband and then just myself. And it's been really lonely. And I think that there's a purpose to this lonely season. Because I'm the type of person who I'll make a mom group real quick. Uh, I will send out emails for playdates. I'll reach out to me as classmates and be like, hey, want to hang out. And I'm really not in that headspace right now. Um, One, it could be winter. So I'm hoping by the summer, I feel more upbeat. But also, You know, a lot of times you look on social media or you look in people's lives and you think, or even like if you talk to other Christians, everything is always supposed to be happy, right? Everything's always supposed to be good. We always have to look on the bright side of things. We're always supposed to be thriving. And when you're not thriving, it can feel really, really hard. And I think right now, I don't necessarily feel like I'm thriving. I feel like I'm in a rebuilding stage and to be in a rebuilding stage is even harder to be in a building stage. And I don't know if that makes any sense. I'll get into it in a minute. Um, But over the past couple of months, 
COVID's gotten worse, right? So we're all inside. So I'm extra careful and cautious with my child. In fact, Mia just went back to school on Tuesday. I kept her home until after MLK um, so that the holiday germs could kind of die away because I knew so many people probably traveled and saw family that I wasn't going to send her to school where although they wear masks, they take them off for a snack. And I was like, well, that's great. They're still going to be breathing in each other's faces. And so I just sent her back on Tuesday. And anyway, um, because when I think about where I was, like even in the fall, I was going to these mom meetups and I was meeting other moms on the peanut app. And I was like, guys, we're in this app. It's awesome. And it is a great app. This is not sponsored. Um, It is a great app. And I just am not in the space to put put forth so much more energy into relationships that I don't know are going to last right now. Um, I think I was, you know, still kind of jaded from the last one, really hurt. And I'm not saying that I'm now closed off. I think I'm just careful and tired. And so I'm not feeling the urge to like, let me go make friends. Like I want the friends. And maybe once winter dies away, I'll be back to my normal self. But I think that everything isn't always easy. You're not always thriving. You're not always feeling your best self. And I haven't been feeling great the past couple months. And I honestly think it's just for me, um, my seasonal depression is is real for me. It's hard for me. Um, and it, it's, it's uh, heightened without being able to leave the house because there's literally nothing to look forward to every day. And so I'm trying to find something to look forward to every day that requires planning and that it just isn't always possible. And anyway, um, I feel also like my whole life is kind of doing a reset and a reshift and I'm burnt out. I'm burnt. I'm so burnt out, you guys. Um, I've been, I can't imagine the last night I slept well. You know, Elliot keeps waking up. He's nursing like crazy. And it's not like it's been a week of this. It's like it's been months of this. It's not like I haven't slept in a week. It's like, no, I haven't got a sol- solid six hours of sleep in months. So I'm I'm burnt. I give myself fully to my job and to my kids. And I, when I do get time to myself, it's timed. I get 30 minutes. I get 45 minutes to hop in a bath and hop out. I don't have any real time to sit with myself. And so... Um, also a lot of my goals and things that I want to do are shifting. Um, there's a lot I'm still excited for, but it's kind of been halted because I don't have my phone. And so the way that I create content is using my phone. I do, I did purchase a camera, but for editing purposes, I will tell you it is so much easier to just edit everything on my phone. And that's what I do with this podcast. And so then my phone broke and I just bought a new one, but it's on back order. And so I still haven't been able to get on TikTok and, and get on YouTube and, and share with you guys the things that I have, like the nice fun things that I have planned um, for YouTube and TikTok and all this fun stuff. And so that was an outlet that I kind of lost waiting for my phone to be fixed. My phone has been broken since like September. Um, and I just bought a new one to finally replace it because it's super important that I document Disney. So what I, and also I deleted Facebook for a good month or more. And um, what I learned in this period, because I just redownloaded Facebook to see my friend's new house, which is so cute. And I'm so proud of her and so happy for her. Shout out, Amanda. But um, I 
realized that when I get on Facebook, when I get on Facebook, it's like the most toxic freaking social media for me. I do not like it. I like to see people's updates and lives and it's hard because like I'll get on and I'll be like, wow, this happened and this happened. Um, but also you just see all the drama too. And like, you see like negative things. And even like with Instagram, you just start comparing yourself. You start comparing your life. You see all these people motivated and happy. And I can tell y'all that I'm in a season of unmotivation where I'm just trying to get through the next day. Um, and it's really, uh, Mercury is in retrograde and, um, also it's winter. And I've been begging my husband for years. Every single winter, I say, babe, can we please move to Florida? Can we please move to California? I know it's far from our families, but I can't do another winter like this. And then winter comes. And I don't know. I just am like knocked out. Like winter sucks my life because I, I need to be able to take my kids to the park for an hour or two a day. I need to be able to to go somewhere. And germs just don't thrive as much as they do in the heat. I know COVID's bad in Florida as well. I'm not an idiot. But I'm saying like, I don't know. I don't know. My kids just don't get sick in the summer. And if they do, it's not, it's never, it's never anything major. It's actually really rare. Anyway. And so I said a minute ago that I'm in a stage of rebuilding and that it's harder to be in that stage than it is to be in a building stage. And so here's how I'm going to, this is where I'm going to be raw and I don't want to share this with you guys, but it's my job to share you guys my raw, real truth. And I hope it helps. For years, I have um, worked really hard to be a stay-at-home mom. Never became a stay-at-home mom but worked really hard to get there. In fact, it was my only motivator and driving force in anything I did was what can I do to work from home, I should say. And then COVID hit in 2020. And since 2020, March of 2020, I have been home. And on a level, I have fulfilled this kind of dream of working at home, but the dream was to work at home for myself and I don't. And so I then learned it's very hard to work from home and be a mom full-time. Um, in fact, it's very hard. It's really hard to balance the two. And I would always say like, my job would be easier if I could set my hours. Cause like, then I could just, you know, work really early or work after they go to bed or work, you know, at different times, but that's not the case. And so I had this whole idea that I was going to work really hard, become the stay at home mom, become a super cute homemaker, have the perfect house. And I was going to present that on Instagram and on the podcast of how I became the super cute homemaker. And it's a beautiful flash forward to two years later in 2022. So I've still got this blessing of being able to work from home, exclusively breastfed my baby boy. He's 15 months still on the boob. Don't know how we're going to stop, but it's going to have to stop one day. Not pressured to stop, but also I could use him like just a little bit less, like I have a break anyway. And so I'm here in 2022 and I'm rethinking, okay, God, I was going to do all of this because if I could be a stay at home mom, that means that I could go to and run a mommy group during the week. And I could, um, run like a devotional group during the week. And I could do all these little things in my time because I wouldn't be dedicated to work. Um, just, just taking you through my life, bear with me. And so then here comes 2022 and, um, I'm burnt out. I'm worn out. I'm tired. I'm stressed out. And I'm now looking for direction and purpose because with me and my husband's goals of potentially moving far away, somewhere warm, um, 
potentially, you know, changing careers. We both want to change careers. Um, potentially, and then I'm thinking, okay, God, I started this podcast and I wanted everyone to see this miracle happen. I wanted everyone from the beginning of the podcast to see that I was stuck in this rut and I prayed and had faith and then I became a stay-at-home mom. But that's not the journey that I'm on anymore. And that is not the reality of my life. And it's very hard because I look at my husband sometimes and I go, we broke the promise to me that I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. On one side, I am 100% blessed to have my salary and to be able to be at home right now where I can work from home and have my kids. This isn't forever, though. This is just through COVID, which has lasted for forever, it feels like. But eventually, they might send me into the office, and then I'll have things to reshuffle, and I can't even, I can't even think about that without having a panic attack. Honestly, guys, I can't even breathe right now thinking about it. Um, but... I um, am now thinking like, okay, what is it I'm supposed to do? And I think a lot of us sometimes when you have like a a passion, a purpose, a goal in mind and it doesn't work out or it doesn't seem like it's meant to be, you have to kind of like re-figure out your identity, redefine you. And I think that I went on this long journey and this is what I'm making of it so that when I got the opportunity to be home, I'd be thankful for it. And I'm thankful because I, there was years I was at work with Mia, literally two years and, um, where I had to work away from the home and those were the hardest two years of my life. And, um, to be in a position now where it's very hard, it is very hard to get work done, to make meals, to make snacks, to make activities, to do playtime, to clean the house, to do my job and to, to be showered. It's all like really hard, (laughs) but I'm thankful that it's my life. Um, but to be in a rebuilding stage of, okay, God, I made this podcast a while ago with these intentions. Um, my intention was to make a podcast that moms can relate to, that they could see, you know, an average mom, not some cool IG influencer, not some model or celebrity, but just a regular mom who has trouble with her faith, but strives on who has trouble with her home but strives on and can turn a mess into a message. And so now I'm in this place trying to figure out where do I go from here? And if you're in the season of where do I go from here, we're in the same boat. Um, And it can kind of feel disheartening when you see people entering their their season and you're like, okay, but when is it going to be my season? Because I feel like all I've done is survive the past two years. When am I going to thrive? And honestly, I don't know if I have the energy to thrive. And that's the place I'm in now. And, you know, next week, watching me feel like bippity-boppity-boo, I feel better. But that's not the reality of this week. This week, I just want to lay in bed and watch my guilty pleasure TV shows and write, because that's where I'm in right now. I'm in a stage of writing. And um, when God tells me to move, when God shows me what I'm supposed to do, when God gives me confirmation, I'll do it. But to be in that period of waiting for God to give you direction is really hard. And I think that's where I'm at. And so then I said, okay, it's hard to be in a rebuilding stage. So I had this whole brand idea. Okay, my whole life was going to become this this weird 
brand, not just the podcast, but I was going to do all these like homemaker type stuff. And I think that that's not what I'm called to do. I'm not called to be a stay at home mom and cute homemaker. Some of you guys are. God bless you. You're living my dream. In fact, um, one of my neighbors, uh, not one of my, one of my, somebody I know, um, needed me to be not like a, they're doing a background check and I know them. So they had them call me and they were asking me, what do I do for a living? Are you a stay at home mom? Cause they could hear the kids in the background. And they're like, if you are, it's just as an important job. And I was like, yeah, it is. It's, it was my dream job. And long, long behold, I'm kind of living the dream job. I just have an extra job on top of it. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. All I know is that I'm in a stage of like slowly rebuilding my life. That means like I'm taking a look at what kind of relationships do I want to make. I want them to, I want people who are going to develop their faith with me. And if I have friends who are not of faith, that's fine. I've always had friends that are not Christian. In fact, I, I love the fact that I have friends that are not Christian because sometimes it just gets real funky in the Christian world. And you guys know what I'm talking about. But also because my friends can see somebody of faith who's non-judgmental. And they be like, wow, like you, you, just, you, try, you, you just keep on marching. I'm like, yep, onward Christian soldiers marching off to war. Um, and I, so I'm just taking stock of, okay, what do I want my next five years to look like? And and I need to get out my funk because really, you know, this is, you know, the babies are sweet and they're cute and they're little and they're only going to be this little once. And I think people, and it makes me realize that as I'm going through the seasonal depression and like what's going on in my life and kind of rebuilding. So like, like, okay, I'm changing everything about me, not everything, but I'm going back to my core and, um, it's interesting to go back to who you are for me as like a writer to go back into writing, um, and to go back into this lifestyle that I want to go into um, is interesting. <sighs> I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, but I just imagine people who deal with postpartum or depression. My heart reaches out to you because it must be so hard to look at your babies and know they're only this little once, but you are struggling. And I feel like people always want to throw it in my face when I complain about laundry. Like, oh, but you'll miss it. I know that I am painfully aware of how much I'll miss this, but that doesn't take away the pain that I have now. And I think that's one of the hard parts of motherhood is you're always told about like, appreciate this, appreciate this, be more patient, do this, do that. But it's like, I don't know, I'm at my wit's end and I'm trying my best. And I, I, I acknowledge where I'm at. I acknowledge this season of being like the sweetest, most precious time. I look back at pictures of Mia and I can't handle how much she's grown, but that doesn't mean I'm not having a hard time right now. And so from one mama who's having a hard time to another, we're going to get through it and kind of like the devotional, like God knows what's ahead of us. God knows what we're going to do with our lives. Um, but your life shouldn't only be about a purpose. Um, you should enjoy it too. And I think that um, Ethan looked at me the other day and said, babe, you you always are worried about your productivity level. Like when you get time away from the kids, you're trying to be productive. What about you just sit and be? Why don't you just sit with yourself? And so I, I kind of just been sitting with myself lately and um, thinking about what is it that I want? Because a lot of the things and decisions I make come with the expectations of loved ones and what they want. But honestly, here's how I feel now. I've always wanted to move away. 
I still want to move away. And then I struggle because my kids have my parents and my grandparents here and Ethan's parents. But then my thoughts are, if I only see you once a month, if I move away, we could still see each other once a month. Sorry, that cut out a little bit. If I move away, I can still see you guys once a month. And so, um, anyway, so what we're going to do for the rest of January, friends, is we're going to take care of ourselves and um, tackle anything we need to work on in terms of our our self-care, our mental state. I told you guys I'm struggling. And... Um, and if you're struggling, whatever way you need to get help, if that is seeking therapy or changing your routine or diving deeper into the word, um, that'll help you get out of that funk. I also learned and decided that I need to be comfortable building my life where I'm at in terms of living. And then it's okay to move that life in two years, which is the plan. Um, so we're joining the Y, uh, which we haven't joined before, but it's like right up the street from my house. They have a swimming pool. They have an, uh, like, I could literally ride my bike there if I had a bike. I don't have a bike. I should get a bike though for the summer, but I could ride my bike if I had a bike to get to the Y and, and go work out and do whatever. And because there's like family swim, I think it's the perfect time for me to kind of start, you know, three times a week. Let me just go work out there. Let me really work on my schedule. I realize that when things feel out of control for me, I like to create my schedule. And so I haven't had time to sit and do that. So today I'm going to create my schedule. I'm going to go ahead and print out the why schedule and try to um, figure out, okay, what's going on when and where, because the thing about, here's what I'll tell you. If you are like me and haven't worked out in a while, like it's been a minute, I know for a fact that when I'm exercising regularly, I feel better. And something I've also started doing, and these aren't, these are kind of like new year's resolutions, but really they're just like resolutions. And I don't have a goal to do it this year. I just have a goal to do it in general is to start eating better um, and to start taking more vitamins because I haven't really taken, like after, after Elliot, you know, after I ran out my prenatal vitamins after he was born, I kept taking them until they ran out and I haven't really taken anything since. And so to start my daily routine with, you know, and this is where I need help with is, you know, you're going to get up and before you log on for work, because I always log on, you're and I always like I'm rushing to log on so I know I can get off early. Stop rushing. Stop rushing. And um, spend time with God first before you do anything else. Go take your vitamins. Drink a glass of water. And then start your day. Then log on. After you have prayed. After you have given yourself vitamins. After you have made a morning smoothie or, or protein shake. And then start your day. Start my day with the plans to, I'm going to start building my day with an extra hour in the morning to, um, to take care of myself. And I'm going to start planning my day so that I have an hour in the evening to take care of myself. And I'm going to start building my day so that three times a week at least, I have an, a couple hours to take care of myself. So as long as my husband... We got news that he can continue to work from home, um, is at home 
and I know the days that he typically goes into the office. So I'm going to start planning my life on the days that he doesn't. And since he's home, I'm going to utilize him and start kind of refueling. I realized that my cup was so empty, but I had to keep pouring, right? And so I think that we've all been home for so long that the ways that we take care of ourselves have changed. And if you're like me and have been living on the extreme side of COVID caution, where, you know, I don't even go to the grocery store. I don't go to church in person. I don't go to, I haven't seen family except for my mom, but I haven't gone to anyone's house since Christmas. Um, I haven't done anything that I don't go, I haven't gone to the hair salon in about two months. I haven't gone to the nail salon in about four months. Like I haven't did anything um, to get a break, to take care of myself, to do whatever. And so, you know, I want to start eating better. I want to start making a routine and like just start setting up things that make me feel good. Let me get my house organized and let me start with you know, the areas that mean the most to me or that I'm in the most. So like my kitchen, um, my bathroom's not really disorganized and I clean it pretty much every day because I'm like, oh, with bathrooms. But, um, you know, my living room, let me start just organizing and so I can do better and get better at taking care of myself. And so I think that should be part of our goal, especially in the winter where, my skin is dry, my hair is dry, my life is dry, my cup is dry because it's empty. I need to like make a cute little self-care basket with face masks and chapstick and something fun, some cute nail polish, um, and um, whatever I think is fun. I'm a notebook collector. Maybe I need to like organize my notebooks. And if I could have all my notebooks, I'll be super happy. And if I could have my planner with stickers, I'll be happy. And if I can, you know, have a good size cork board and reorganize my closet. And so those types of things. So for the rest of this month, I'm going to try to get my life organized and cute. And then if it feels cute, I will feel better. I'm also really toying with the idea of painting a wall in my house. But it's a lot of work because we painted it when we moved in and I don't like the color anymore. Um, And so I'm trying to decide if I want to paint it or if I just want to brighten it up a little bit more um, with some lighting changes and um, curtain changes and things. I just need to like kind of winter clean. I know I need to do some serious spring cleaning when spring comes. Um, I think that's when we'll end up doing the toy dump. But... I do want to do some winter clean and kind of start figuring out things I would like to do because I realized my husband, he is the athletic director of a basketball organization and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress, but he enjoys it. He enjoys watching the kids play. He enjoys coaching. Um, Unfortunately, he's not coaching this season. The hope is that by next season, his schedule will allow it and it won't be as crazy and I'll be able to handle it better. Um, And you know, while he's coaching, me and the kids could be at the Y in the pool or um, just kind of plan my days around that. Anyway, I don't know if this is making any sense, but it's time to kind of just like get it together because I've been a mess for like all of January. And honestly, I think it's part of Christmas's fault because like you go through Christmas, right? It starts to get cold. You have the winter holiday woots and you're happy 
and then you have the chaos of Christmas and you get all this stuff in your house and you get all this stuff out your house and you take down your Christmas decorations and then like for January and February it's kind of like what it's there to look forward to for me um luckily I'm about a month away from Disney so I have that to look forward to I say January and February and some people even March but March is my birthday month and I usually celebrate the whole month so um or at least for two weeks, I celebrate my birthday. I celebrate everyone's birthdays for two weeks um, in my house because I just love it. And so, yeah, let me know what you guys are doing for self-care and how you are managing being at home during COVID or if you are just going out regardless and praying or like, what are you doing um, to like take care of yourself, but also say stay safe. I've been really against going to a workout class because I feel I have been feeling like, you know, all of the breathing, but I think I'm okay going to a workout class now. Cause now I'm going to go to yoga and I feel like I can space out and you're not breathing hard in yoga. Um, and I am going to go ahead and I really want to start cycling too. Like I've never been a cycler. I've always been a Zumba or, um, so just adding little things back into my life that I enjoy. And something else I realized, this is a long that I'm talking about this week, but um, I realized that I had these career goals and um, things and dreams that I wanted to accomplish when I was in college. And then after college, I realized how hard it was going to be. And I had to get, you know, a big girl job to take care of the bills. And then I got married and then I had kids and then I didn't have time to take care of anything that I wanted to do, like writing and acting and the things that I'm trying to get back into. And so I, what I realize now is that as I have a little bit of time, I don't have a lot, but I do have a little bit of time to dedicate to writing and to acting and to um, exercise. I can find time in my week. Um, I, oh, I, um, I realize that if I were to, if I were to have. How do I say this? Make this make this make sense. I can't talk, Um, which is bad because this is a podcast. But if I would have dedicated this time and energy and really focused on those two areas of my life that I'd like to develop into careers, then I would have had to be away while my babies were young, like traveling to do if it was acting, you should do movies. I'm not really trying to be in movies anymore. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm not. I'm going to say I'm not sure. But or even like writing, going on book tours and things. And it would have really been hard for me to leave my kids or to take them. And I think that something that's kind of showing. Oh, so what happened yesterday is I was kind of like crying and I was talking to God and I was like, God, what am I supposed to do with my life? Who am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to do this or that? Like, what do you want me to do? How am I supposed to help people and all these other things? And then, um, and then I, I I was having this experience where um, God was like, you need to go back to yourself. You need to go back to yourself. You need to go take care of yourself. You need to go exercise and get out the house. You need to spend time writing. You need to spend time with me. And um, that's when I had the revelation that if I had 
really pursued all of these things that I would have been away from my kids or might not have had kids, like lots of different things. And so what, what my life is allowing me to do now is as my kids get older to pursue these things with the ability that one day if I do have to leave to travel to do some of the work I want to do, then that's okay. Like if I want to go do a Christian conference, my kids aren't going to want to come out you know, Friday night at 7 p.m. while I go do a women's conference, right? And I, it would be hard for me to leave them when they were little or newborns or whatever. In fact, I wouldn't have. Now I'm at the point in my life where I, I could or I'm starting to get there. With Elliot, he might have to come with me for a boot. But um, I'm at that point where I can start to pursue those things. And anyway, so I would, because I would love to start doing conferences and um, some live talks and some other things and share some devotional work I've been doing and lots of other cool things, but we'll get into that later. So anyway, all of this to say is that reconnect with yourself before you were a mom. I think it's really important that you reconnect with yourself. And I realized that because I realized I won't always be a mom of littles, right? They're little right now. In 10 years, they won't be little. They'll still be kids. You know, Elliot will only be 10 um, or almost 11, but um, they'll still be kids, but they're not always going to need me as much as they do now. And so once they get to the point where they have friends, they have lives, they're going to be teenagers, they're going to go to college. I need to make sure that I have, I'm doing what I want to be doing. I don't look back and go, wow, Brittany, you spent the last 18 years, um, taking care of your kids. Yes. Which I'm going to do, but now you, you don't know who you are. And I think a lot of women, um, have that problem later in life. In fact, I keep trying to get my mom to let my brothers grow up because I'm like, mom, they're grown up now. Like they're going to be fine. Um, and so just really find something that you enjoy and start developing it and start crafting it. So it could be a part of your life so that you have this identity outside of motherhood. Cause I've lost my identity in motherhood and I've made my identity all about motherhood, which is fine. But there's more to Brittany than being a mom, right? There's more to you than being a mom. Um, and whatever you are passionate about is good. And I think that I think a lot of women, I can tell by the amount of MLMs and other things that are going on. And I'm not like against MLMs. I was a part of an MLM um, for a while. It's just not for me right now. Um, but I've seen women who kind of reclaim their identity when they become beach body coaches, right? Or re- start recreating their identity around fitness. That's amazing. Or start recreating their identity around beauty products. And that's amazing. Um, that's not what I want to recreate my identity with, but, um, I have other things I want to do, but what I'm hoping to bring you guys this year is kind of a different Christian mom uncensored in like a upgraded version of it that I'm going to kind of launch. Like I've said before in February, cause I like the new the new the numbers the two 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 I like that and um start sharing like things because I think I had such a goal to be a stay-at-home mom and now that I am like a work-from-home mom and technically like a working mom pursuing dreams big dreams and careers I want to share like that side of with you guys and I want to give you tools to explore that too and even a tool as basic as like how do I find myself again? (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't, maybe you don't like what you liked when you were in college or high school. Um, like you're like, okay, 
that was then this is now I was a cheerleader I'm not really gonna be a cheerleader now um right you're not gonna be a cheerleader right now but here are ways to figure out what you love maybe it's party planning I realized I really enjoy um trip planning and party planning and I'm very good at laying out both I'm a very good hostess maybe that could be a career maybe that could be a hobby maybe that could be a side hustle everyone has these side hustles I think one for money, but I think it should be for passion more so. And so I want everyone to get their passion on, get their passion project and find their purpose again. All right. So basically this episode has been completely about how much of a mess I am and how I just want to hide under the covers, but I will get up and face the day anyway. So to any other mamas who are just currently struggling and in a funk, I, um, Just hope that you can get some rest and that you can, um, you know, start to feel good and just take care of yourself mental health wise. It's not always easy. The other thing I want to remind you is that sometimes when, like for me, if I don't have a plan or a purpose, I feel like, what am I doing every day? I'm just doing the same thing every day and I don't know why I'm doing it. Um, just remember God has control over your life and your destiny and he knows that there are going to be seasons of uh, working really, really hard, right? You're going to be in the grind. You're going to be flowing. You're going to be doing the thing and there's going to be seasons where you reap what you sow. So you get to receive everything that you worked for and then there's going to be periods of rest and in this 2022 life where it's working and mom and everything that's going on, burnout's going to happen. For me, the the best thing I could do is continue to rest and recoup. And I'm not going to let myself stay under the covers forever. Like I said earlier, like watch me be bounced back by next week. And I can guarantee I will be because I'm already starting to feel better. But um, it's okay to just like rest and like clear your mind and go, okay, I just need a minute and just take that minute and take that time to just rest without productivity. For me to just lay in bed and watch TV is super unproductive. I would rather, if Ethan's like, babe, go watch a show, I'm going to sit on the show with my notebook working on dreams and plans. And But it's okay to sometimes just kind of zen out and zone out from life. Because um, then you'll be able to like restart stronger with it, whatever your goals are. You will be able to kind of, like I've said, I'm supposed to be closing out this episode. But like I said, I've really had to sit with myself for the past couple months and think, all right, what am I doing? Where am I going? What am I supposed to be? Who do I want to be? What do I want to do? What is important to me? And I had to like reevaluate that on an individual level. And of course, on having a conversation with my husband too, about where we want to move and where we want to live and what we need to do to do a big move or to do a smaller move. I don't know what kind of move it's going to be. Um, And I think it's okay that in the beginning of the year to be like, I don't really know what I'm doing this year sitting with yourself and figuring it out is better than rushing into something and and not being what you want. And so what I've really learned in these past two months is that God is in control. I've learned that over the past couple of years. And um, sometimes you don't have to have it all figured out. And when your body, when your mind, when your soul says to rest, just rest. And so I will be resting for probably another week. And then I'm going to be ready to grind and I'm going to start over with laying out a schedule that makes sense. Like I told you guys, having my little magnetic weekly schedule 
that's nicely laminated that I can like move each task I need to complete so that I can actually get it done instead of in my head thinking, okay, today I need to do this, today I need to do this. And then the day comes and goes and it doesn't get done, even though it's in my planner, you know, becoming more efficient that way. But anyway, I hope you all are safe and well. I hope you guys are feeling good. And if you're not taking care of yourself while you start the process of just feeling good again, that's kind of been my whole thing. Honestly, a lot of old demons resurfaced the past couple months um and not even months like just like a past couple weeks um at least well maybe since like thanksgiving i've been feeling this like oh like i have to do this internal battle again like fight for myself and fight for my mental health again um and i'll probably share more with you guys um about that at a later date at a later time and um so just stay safe and i will talk to you all next week um with a happier, chipper disposition. I love you all. Goodbye.